podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. Today is a super high vibe day, 11-11-2020, and I am actually super excited that it falls on a Wednesday so that we can be together, albeit virtually, on this exact day. Um, It's just so, so cool. It contains two repeated numbers, 11 well, 11, 11, and 20 for 2020. And those are allegedly angel numbers. So this means that a portal is open to the creative force behind us all and behind all things. And it means that it's a great day to meditate and to manifest the things that your heart desires most. I will definitely be shutting my lights and lighting some candles and doing a small ritual tonight. (laughs) After all, tomorrow is my birthday, so it's a new beginning for me anyway. Um, So yesterday I was talking to a friend of mine and going down memory lane of when I moved to the United States back when I was just 13 years old. And um, I literally had just turned 13 and one of the things... Um, that it got me thinking about was my parents. They were really young, you know, they were 40. uh, And literally, that's just a few years older than I am now. And they were forced, uh, or not forced, but really like faced with uh, not one, not two, but three or more invitations to move to the United States. So faced with lots of decisions and forced to make a decision. And my dad Um, He's a health economist, and he was being invited to work at several different international organizations, um, most of them here in the U.S., all of which offered different environments and different roles and different benefit packages. But the biggest decision of all was the decision to actually uproot our little family from our familiar bubble and to start a completely new life in a completely different place, a place that had a different culture, a different language, a different climate a different school calendar year, different everything, you know. And I remember my parents talking about the pros and cons. And uh, I remember how indecisive my father especially was about, you know, moving here, whether moving here would be a good idea. He was going to be making a lot less money than he did in Brazil. And he was going to be staff uh, and no longer his own boss and unable to do consulting work, which he was really used to doing and, you know, basically not having a cap of how much money he would make. And he would be stuck on a salary. And it wasn't his idea of a good idea. But in the end, you know, at the end of the day, both knew that quality of life here in the U.S. was great and crime was very low compared to Brazil and there was no risk of kidnapping, for example. And I would be exposed, you know, to a different lifestyle uh, that was more in line with what my future would likely be or hold, you know, for myself. I was going to learn a new language. Uh, We all were, which is English, which is the most, you know, well-known language in the world and become extremely well-versed in the American way, which held the key to a global economy. So ultimately, they decided to move here. And I am so glad that they did, obviously. My my life here is incredible. Um, 
but of course the the first steps weren't easy and that initial phase when you know when we first moved was filled with growing pains I would need a, a much longer episode if I was going to explain to all of you what it's like to move to another country with just a couple of months left of the school year without speaking the language and be enrolled in a public school system, having only studied in private school my whole life and being asked by my mom uh, all the time to help with translating and talking to everyone like the phone company and the gas company and the insurance company because my dad's new job required him to travel 180 days out of the year. So my mom and I were alone a lot in the beginning and throughout basically most of my childhood and teenage years. And my poor mom had to learn to drive. You know, she had never had to drive when we lived in Brazil because, you know, we lived in Sao Paulo, which is a major city, you know, like a larger Manhattan. And, you know, she was very independent there and she felt very dependent on others for the first time in her life without the ability to communicate at all because she didn't speak any English. So... And she wasn't at work or in school to get the luxury of learning English through that exposure like I did and my dad did. So it was really tough. And my father was also struggling, you know, adapting to the confinements of working in a major organization filled with layers of bureaucracy and being asked to travel constantly and to report to numerous people following a very strict protocol. All of that was something that deeply frustrated him. And there was a, a daily talk about regret having moved here. You know, there were lots of tears shed. You know, the, the good thing, though, and what really saved us was that we had a community, you know, not only the community of Americans and international families that all lived in that D.C. area near the embassy. It's a really beautiful place to be. It's a very eclectic place to be. And everyone is very highly educated. So you don't face a lot of discrimination there when you come from abroad. And we also had this great community of friends who were also from Brazil. And most of them were also working for international organizations. And these friends offered the validation and the support that we needed to muddle through those first few months and also those first few years. But I don't want to spend too much time talking about my immigration story right now because the point of that is just to lay the groundwork for what I really want to talk to you guys about today, which is indecision. Life is just filled with choices every second of every day. From the time that we allow ourselves to sleep and to get up in the morning to what we will eat and whether we will exercise and how much we will choose to treat others um, or how we will choose to treat others, you know, with respect and kindness and love uh, and how much we will allow others, uh, other people's actions impact us, you know, be it during a commute to work or in line at the bakery, whatever you know the situation is, we are constantly faced with numerous decisions. The intuitive side that we truly all even, you know, we all have, even though not all of us are aware of it, tries to guide us in the direction that would most suit our spirit. But the issue becomes being able to distinguish what is quote unquote right or wrong, even though and I say quote unquote because I, I don't really believe completely in such a black and white economy, but or or dichotomy. But um, so and and what decision is leading us to a blessing, and what decision is heading us, you know, headed us towards yet another painful lesson? You know, those are the real, uh, the real dilemmas of life, and I struggle with that quite a bit actually. You know, the same action or behavior can leave me feeling elated and then wondering what I'm doing. What's the point of what I'm doing? 
you know, it can be something that feels both so right and so wrong all at the same time. And it's hard to distinguish whether that comes from the whole connotation of the angel and devil on your shoulder thing, or just from fear, you know, fear and me fighting my own nature, trying to be someone that I know others want me to be, or that maybe I too wish that I was, but unfortunately I'm not. You know, what's right for some people, what feels good for some people, what's part of some people's plan and destiny might not be what's good and, and right and for, for mine. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with social conditioning and how hypocritical society is. Because a lot of things in our, you know, that our society deems uh, wrong or immoral are in fact most of the time performed by the same people passing that judgment. You know, they practice that stuff themselves you simply can't deny it. You know, if I may quote uh, the <laughs> indomitable Kanye West, why everything that is supposed to be bad make me feel so good kind of thing, you know, and, and while Kanye is known for, uh, for his, shall we say, unique and unorthodox perspective, it's not often that he presents us with such an introspective and philosophical query. And Kanye said it right, you know, because how often do people say the same thing? Sometimes bad just feels so good. We've all been there. Your ex sends you a midnight text to come over and play, complete with a winky face and other suggestive emojis. And you know that your ex is bad for you or quote unquote bad for you, especially if you're now in a new committed relationship, but you convince yourself otherwise. Or it can be just like, you eat that bowl of ice cream and you tell yourself it's low fat so you're in the clear even though the calorie count that you just ignored offers opposing information <laughs> to what you convinced yourself about. Uh, or that alcoholic beverage that you found an article on the internet that says is going to actually help you reduce your chan chances of strokes <laughs> and heart attacks and decrease stress and it's actually healthy when there's plenty of research that suggests otherwise, you know? Like, hey, what's the harm in another all-night banter with your closest friends even though last time you woke up face down in the middle of Walmart parking lot with a splitting headache and an alarming lack of pants that you no idea how that happened. Sometimes things just feel good when you're in the moment and it isn't until you're paying the consequences for it later that you begin to have doubts. But all things considered, bad decisions can actually be very good for us. They help us learn from our mistakes and they become the driving force behind long overdue changes for the better. Or they are simply fun as hell, so you try to do them in moderation. There is nothing wrong with feeling good uh, over something that other people feel bad or feel is bad. It's hard to condemn someone for doing something wrong despite the fact that they know that it's ill-advised because frankly, we've all been there and none of us know why we are here or why we are the way that we are or why we are born with the predispositions and preferences that govern our decisions. Some of it absolutely is environmental or nurture, if you will, but a lot of it is nature. A lot of it is simply who we are and how we were made. And to quote yet another powerhouse artistic voice, God makes no mistakes and I was born this way. And we simply do not know if there is such a thing as right, you know, as the right way to live. We just have to do what feels right in each moment and try not to let 
our hot and cold demeanor hurt others. Though frankly, that's also normal. And as humans, we should also empathize and understand that about one another so that we don't let that behavior hurt us. So how do we deal with indecision itself? And this is true for any decision, whether it's starting a new career or your own, you know, starting your own business or moving to another country or another state or even just another house in the same neighborhood like I'm trying to do or giving someone another chance to be a part of your life, giving someone a new chance to enter your circle of trust, you know, all those things. This is a battle of the heart and the mind. And it has baffled so many people since the beginning of man. In situations like this, it's best to make a pros and cons list and compare you know, not based solely on the numbers on each side, but the amount of importance of each and how they affect your life. I like to ask, you know, when I'm old and gray or whenever it is that I end up dying, would I regret having done this or would I regret not having done it and therefore not knowing what that would have been like? Because you see, in life, experiences are what shape us and what drives us. If we just follow all the rules all the time, we don't improve, you know, even the rules change over time, even the constitution does and the writers of it could foresee that and left room for that to happen for a reason. Our idea of ethics and morals and everything is always changing. What's normal, you know, today might not be what's going to be normal in a hundred years. And it certainly isn't what was normal a hundred years ago. And if you compare it to the dark ages or even like, you know, the Roman times and Greek times, gosh, like in their eyes, we probably regressed or maybe we progress. It just depends on how we see it. And of course, when you're asking, why does this feel so good and so wrong at the same time? That all also depends on what the this is in the sentence because it may actually be right for you and wrong for someone else's standards that you have had imposed on you. And if everyone is consenting and nobody's in danger, then you shouldn't worry so much about whether it's right or wrong for anyone but you. And again, when it comes to choices and that internal feeling, you know, you have to know or at least it helps to believe that there is a guiding force bigger than you that is leading you to the path that you need to go. There will be moments when even the best decisions don't feel right. And that's okay. Usually when you find yourself internally rebelling, like feeling annoyed at yourself and annoyed at other people for having acted on what you deem impulse, right? Um, Driven by impulse rather than reason in a way. It means that you have overthought something. You know, and the best thing to do is to just let it be. As you can see, I love music, so I tend to speak through lyrics, but these truly are words of wisdom. Let it be. Don't think so much. Do what you want to do in that moment and trust that you're not doing anything wrong. There was always a reason for that. And to speak more generally about indecision itself, why are humans generally so indecisive and so forth? Um, And by the way, no, it's not just Libras and Geminis. It's the whole world that's like this, all humans. Um, And the most common reason of all for being indecisive is fear of failure. Making a decision means that you might be wrong and nobody likes to be wrong. And being decisive can be intimidating for that reason. But we all have to remember that not making a decision is making a decision, you know, 
it's a decision not to make a decision and not to act on something. And if we fear that our decision may hurt someone, we also need to remember that we too are someone and we are someone very important. In fact, we are the most important person in our own lives because only we get to live every second of whatever decision we make. So the person that we need to worry about hurting is ourself. If something feels good, then it's already a good decision on some level. Stop feeling guilty for feeling good. And lastly, when it comes to me at least, I tend to always crash after a high on a good feeling. Sometimes there are these strong emotions, you know, this fuel of energy that comes from something like a great achievement, like winning a big appeal on an issue labeled the lost cause or getting the house that I want for the price that I want to pay or selling my home for the price that I wanted to sell it for or getting the answers that I need out of a complex situation in life that I have repeatedly asked myself why about. Like this high is seriously high. It makes me feel so confident and alive and joyful and energized. And then after that, for some reason, without any actual, you know, change of any kind, I just feel down. But it usually is because I start overthinking. And that also leads to me being hot and cold with people, which is something that I really don't like to do. So my new thing is, and I'm trying, you know, I'm just trying not to think so much and just let life take me. And that is a decision that we should all get behind for ourselves as well. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at highvibeadvocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.